0: Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank. The bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting live from inside Renaissance Bank on Windward Parkway in beautiful Alpharetta. Uh, Folks, just a quick reminder that there is a reason why Renaissance Bank is ranked number one, the number one bank to do business with in Georgia by both Time Magazine and Money Magazine. And the reason for that, I think, is they're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way. If that's the kind of bank you're looking for for your business then I suggest you go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices. They've got about 200 or so around the southeast ready to serve you and give them a call. I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Todd Callen. Todd is with Accelerate Sales Advisors. Todd, welcome. Thanks, John. Hey, Great to be here, it's a pleasure to have you. Let's talk about you and your work. How are you serving folks out there?
1: Yeah, i uh, I have a passion for helping small to mid sized business owners uh, get their lives back, basically. And I do that by uh, helping them build out the best darn sales team and sales infrastructure they've ever had, so that they can focus on what they're good at, which is their business. Uh, and I can help focus on. Sales aspect and kind of offload that
0: from them and help them out that, I like the way you put that. you changed their lives,
1: yes, yeah, I think what you see is uh business owners, especially small to mid sized business owners, are personally attached to the business, so for them, uh, what i've seen over the years is they don 't hang it up Friday at five o'clock like some people do, and then kind of it follows them home, it chases them home, it lives. It lives with them the whole weekend and the whole week. So um, the the folks I work with tend to be stressed or anxious or frazzled uh, because either their business is flat or it's not growing fast enough or maybe they lost one of their largest clients and they need to figure out how to backfill it. So there's a certain stress and pressure that follows them. And and really, uh, I see my role as helping them to get out of that state of mind and back to positive state of mind where they can focus on the business and so when people ask me what I do I help business owners you know I don't I don't look at it in terms of
0: uh, all the stuff I do. Well uh, you you're hitting at something I love because uh, you're talking about and this is a sales thing right Uh, you're talking about the outcomes you deliver as opposed to the services you offer in other words you're talking about what the client really wants as opposed to how to the roadmap on how to get there which they don't know.
1: That's exactly right. I mean, the the best analogy, John, is you know, you go to the doctor and something's bothering you. My back is hurting me, right? You don't want the doctor to start telling you all about his credentials and where he went to school and all the PhD <laughs> reports he put together. You know, you'd be saying, right. That's great, Doc, but my back's killing me, right? Yeah, exactly. So so what you want is the doctor says, John, imagine a life without that back pain, right? Imagine a life where Uh, you feel good every morning waking up and you say, doc, that sounds great. How do we get there? Mm. Right. So he, he's an enabler for you to get that outcome. And just like you said, I see myself as an enabler uh, to give the outcome to business owners. Yeah. I love
0: that. Uh, So Todd, uh, let's, let's, uh, I haven't had a chance recently to ask any questions about the pandemic. Uh, As I say that Tongue firmly in cheek, but let's let's talk about a little bit about from your perspective how the how COVID nineteen and the pandemic has changed the business landscape.
1: Yeah, and I think I think we're all seeing it in different ways, but um, I think for the most part, it's been more of a struggle for businesses to have that personal relationship with their clients, and they've had to figure out how to either modify or reinvent the way in which they engage with their prospects and clients. So for businesses that were used to a lot of face-to-face interaction, a lot of personal touch, a lot of going out and doing things uh, with their clients or maybe having their clients come to them on a regular basis, that's changed. So what you're seeing is the value of the business has to be communicated and conveyed in different ways and sometimes more creative ways Mm. um, than prior to the pandemic. And I don't, you know, everybody can have a crystal ball in front of them and be a prognosticator. But at the end of the day, I think it's safe to say that we're never going to go fully back to what we had. I think you you read about this in the news and all the studies say that a lot of folks are saying even even if this all goes away, they've gotten used to the working from home world. So I think you're going to see some kind of hybrid in that. So I think businesses are, are really going to be looking at this uh, change
0: dynamic going forward for a long time. Yeah. And – Let's let's talk about specifically though how that affects sales, right? So that's that's your area of expertise. And specifically how the, the interaction that salespeople have with prospects and clients.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you if you think about the business dynamic of relationships, now take the frontline salespeople, hmm. many of whom have built their careers upon flying out on a plane. Going right. to the client site, bringing a team of people with them, meeting in person, taking them out to dinner, forming relationships that way. And a lot of that has changed. I just, in the last few months, I've had a couple of opportunities to ask if a business leader wanted to have me come out and meet with me. And they said, uh, nothing personal, but we're not, we're not at work, right? I'm working from my house. Right. So that dynamic has changed. So um, I think the way in which salespeople interact with their clients is now remote it's more virtual, it's more Zoom, and 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 those types of video meeting focused. And um, that's one of the, the big changes that I think is going to continue going into the future.
0: So how do you advise your sales team clients, your um, business owners, on how to adjust to that environment?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that the main thing is... Uh, salespeople and businesses in general, but salespeople specifically, sales teams need to be able to deliver value and focus on providing value versus just building that relationship. The relationship is always important, and the good salespeople will always build that over the phone or over video. But there are a number of salespeople that maybe rely on that a little too much, rely on a little too much of the arm around the back, let me take you out to a nice steak dinner. And you have to get back to the basics, solid Uh, sales skills, solid sales foundation. That means having a process. That means listening more than speaking. It means really being attuned to the needs of the prospects and the customers that you're talking to and really zeroing in on the value that you can provide. If we go back to, we were just talking about the doctor, right? Being a good listener and prescribing the right medication more than ever is important and critical to being successful because you can't build that secondary relationship oftentimes that maybe you could have, when you jumped on a plane or took a long drive and met the client face-to-face.
0: This may seem like an obvious question, uh, Todd, but I've learned obvious questions don't have obvious answers. So (laughs) it's good to ask them. What do you mean by delivering value? And, And how do I know if I'm delivering value? Sure. So I think
1: often the, uh, the stereotype of sales to people who aren't in professional sales right. is kind of that slick used car salesman or the timeshare salesman and and no offense to anybody in your audience always that, be closing <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anyone that is a timeshare salesman yeah. in your audience i'm not trying to offend anybody but 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 kind of that notion that john i'm trying to sell you something you don't want right right so people have this sort of stigma attached to that but the the dirty little secret in the it, for really good sales professionals is that we're not trying to sell you something you don't want. We're actually trying to diagnose the, the business problem that you have mm-hmm. and, and be an enabler to getting you to that future state. Right. So we talked earlier about the future state. Um, delivering value means what is the current state of affairs? What's the issue or gap you have now? In this case, it could be growing sales. How do we get you there? And, and how can I get you there? And, and I think that that's really critical for businesses is, yes, I want to go to that future state. Here are the challenges I have. Um, is that something you can help me with? And, and the how is almost secondary
0: to the what. The what is the future state. That's value. And importantly, and I, I was listening to you because you said deliver value and you say that before you make the sale. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you,
1: the, the sale is almost secondary to delivering value in the sense that you won't be able to close a sale unless mm-hmm. you can establish that you understand what you're trying to deliver. Right. So I might need to grow my sales. I might need to hire more people. I might need to put in a certain uh, infrastructure with comp plans and forecasting in a sales organization. But, but all of that is the how. The what is, I'm having business problems right now. My business isn't growing fast enough. It should be growing faster Maybe I want to sell my business and I'm being told that my valuation isn't what it should be. So that's the end state that I'm trying to achieve. The, the, the how is really the skill set that you or someone else can bring to solve that problem. But it's all about focusing on the value, asking the right questions, and understanding
0: what uh, the business owner is trying to do. Because I think a lot of folks think that the delivering value part is that that's like what you do after you make the sale, I mean right and <laughs> and but that's not where it starts
1: that, that, that's correct yeah. um yeah, and and again, I'll, I'll just going back to the analogy um if, if you need if you need to remove back pain, um you're less concerned about all the details around the surgery mm-hmm. as you are around the value that's going to be provided to you once you're done. It's the same thing. We can talk about all the details around the project, which is post close, what would happen. But really, the most important thing is we agree
0: on what is it we're trying to solve for? Folks, we're here chatting with Todd Callen. Todd is with Accelerate Sales Advisors. So Todd, let's talk a little bit about um, I guess, how the, the challenges that virtual selling and managing those sales uh, create. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we've spent some time talking about the challenges of the salesperson um, in terms of the environment that we're in now, a little more virtual, a little less in person. Um, But it really manifests itself for the business owners as well who are now trying to manage the sales function, manage the sales process themselves. And a lot of time these business owners, um, that's not their skill set. And that's not to be disrespectful. We're all good at something, right? They're good at their industry. They know their business backward and forward, but they weren't trained to be sales managers. So tracking your salespeople and the infrastructure and the process and all the work that goes into the hiring and the the forecasting, all of that is a lot of work. And um, that's something that if you don't have your sales team with you all the time, and you're trying to do this remotely, and you're trying to do it as part of running an overall small to mid-sized business, that can be a struggle. So I think what we're seeing is that, having really good sales management function in your organization is critical, especially now when everybody's remote, working from home, uh, away from the office, because having that underlying foundation uh, is critical to be able to run a successful sales organization.
0: Let's talk a little bit about uh, the labor shortage. I mean, I, I can't imagine that has not affected uh, sales functions and salespeople uh, for Businesses across the spectrum, uh, give us your perspective on that.
1: Yeah, I think you're seeing it in almost every industry. Uh, you know, out to out to dinner last night with my family, and you know, took took about an hour to get our food, and that's okay. We understand, but mm-hmm. um, I think we're seeing it in every every aspect of life. Um, really good salespeople have always been hard to find. I think uh, most business owners would agree that they might have, if they're lucky, they have one really good salesperson, but. Um, having more than one is sometimes a real challenge. So now when there's a labor shortage and people are having uh, many more opportunities to to do other things, finding a really solid salesperson is very difficult. Um, So what can they do about it? It really means they have to work with people that uh, are skilled and experienced in hiring professional salespeople. And that's a skill set that comes with many, many years of experience. There are recruiters out there that do it. But having someone in charge of your sales organization that can interview and look for the right skill sets and bring on the right salespeople is absolutely critical. And that comes from years and years of experience. And I always like to say that um, you can have the best sales infrastructure and processes and methodology in place, but if you don't have the right salespeople delivering it, uh, it's not going to work. And just think about a sports team. Great coaches Mm -hmm. are good and they can put in a great game plan and everybody's on the same page. But if you don't have the talent – and you don't have the players, it'll fall short. And the opposite is true too. You can have great players, great salespeople, but if you don't have the right infrastructure, process, management in place, uh, you also won't be successful. So having the right foundation, the right management layer, plus the right people is absolutely critical.
0: So the world's turned upside down over the last two years, pandemic, talent shortage, uh, all sorts of other issues that are going on. Uh, What, what, How should a business owner approach their sales function as they look to the future?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sales, you know, professional sales has many different dimensions uh, to it. Everything from articulating the right value proposition to making sure that your messaging is effective to having the right people and the right processes and the right methodology and infrastructure. Um, All of that is absolutely critical to a sales organization if they're going to be successful in the new world. Because uh, people now are making buying decisions and they're gathering information more quickly and they're doing it on their own because they know they're not going to be meeting with you or I four or five times in a sales cycle. If, if they do, it's probably a Zoom call. So um, more than ever, companies absolutely need to have a solid infrastructure in place, a solid sales plan, solid sales leadership to deliver that. And, um, and that's going to really help business owners stay successful and grow their business in the years to come.
0: Um, Todd, I want to shift gears just a second, and and let's talk a little bit about you. I mean, you've you've um, you've obviously had. I can tell you've had success based on the way you talk about sales. And so, let's talk about some of that that your journey and the success that you've had over time.
1: Yeah, sure, John. Um, I've been in sales management professional executive for over 25 years, leading global sales teams to help them grow significantly. And I've loved it. That's my passion. Uh, My journey from there to Accelerate Sales Advisors Mm -hmm. uh, is is really a personal one, like Mm -hmm. many people. Um, As I was um, doing sales management and I was younger and single and traveling all over the place and seeing the world, it was really exciting. Um, and it, it remains exciting. But then I had children. I have a, a son, Dylan, who's 14 and a daughter, Presley, who's 12, my wife, Kelly. Mm-hmm. And as they were hitting that age when they started to do recitals and baseball games and basketball games, uh, many, many times, more than I would like to admit, I was on the road. Sure. I was away from home and missing a lot of that. Right. Now you fast forward to what we're talking about today, the pandemic, mm-hmm. right? Started a year and a half ago or what have you. And um, and and I just, you know, you, you, you start to realize that you have a passion for something, um, but it's, you know, you're ready to spend more time with your family as well. And I and it's funny, a lot of my colleagues in sales, when the pandemic was just starting, were talking to me and saying, I can't wait to get back out there. Can't wait to hit the road again. I got to get out of my kitchen with my wife or my husband or whoever, right? right. And I remember thinking, man, I if I don't see another airport for the rest of my life, I think I'm okay. <laughs> like I actually enjoy, maybe I'm the one crazy guy who. No, you,
0: two, I'm with you. Okay, well, good, John. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't mind being trapped with my family in my kitchen, right? So, right. So, uh, so anyway, all that to say that I decided I love helping business owners grow their business, small to mid-sized businesses, but I wanted to do it with the flexibility to do it on my own and, uh, and, and, and reconnect with my family and be there for my family.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I find no, um, uh, they're not going to put my, uh, medallion miles on my tombstone. So I I'm, I'm with you on that. So, <laughs> um, so I guess let's talk about how that, what that your experience and what you bring to, how you work with business owners today. And I guess describe that role because we were talking before this is about this before we came on the show. Right. You're, you're, not a consultant. I mean, you're, you're a, I guess what I'd call somebody that rolls up the sleeves on this, right?
1: Yeah, that, that's absolutely right. So I think it's not to say that, uh, you know, my company doesn't do advisory work or consultative work, but the difference is, you know, I act as an outsourced sales VP or an outsourced chief revenue officer and by doing that, what that means is I'm actually in the trenches uh, executing the work. So I will build uh, an infrastructure and a sales plan and an operating plan for you, but also deliver it and manage to it and hire and do all that work to bring in the right sales talent and manage the right sales talent and put all of the, the sales process and infrastructure in place. So I think that's what's different than um, folks who are out there that do, let's say, sales coaching or mm-hmm. uh, pure sales consulting. Sure. They're almost complimentary. Yeah, uh, to what I do. But yeah, I'm, I'm actually in
0: there taking it on, um, and doing the work. And so let's talk about your, how you diagnose, you know, you come in, uh, a business owner hires you. They know they've got a sales problem. They want you as, as their fractional sales, chief sales officer. Mm-hmm. How do you diagnose what needs to be done and implement the outcomes?
1: Sure yeah it's 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 going back to what we were talking about earlier, which is kind of listening and asking questions across many, many different dimensions. Sales, you know again, I just go back to if, if folks aren't in professional sales often, they think it's very it's a very simple function. Um, there's many dimensions to it. Um, everything again, from the the messaging effectiveness to your competitive position in the industry to the infrastructure and processes, to your CRM system and how you're utilizing that to track things. Mm. So I'll go through a pretty exhaustive um, set of questions with the business owner and other folks in the organization, the salespeople, folks who touch sales, to fully understand kind of the state of affairs and where there may be gaps and needs to address. My goal is not to come in with a one-size-fits-all plan. It's really to understand where things are maybe missing or lacking and then make recommendations um, that have to do with addressing those and, and delivering the value they need. So it's very much a consultative – while I'm not a, a sales consultant per se, it's a very consultative process um, because I really believe that I can't help people unless I'm listening. And then I – you know, the experience that we bring is based on you know decades of experience in sales and sales management. So we have the ability to say, okay, we, we know how to fix this. We have the authority and the – experience to help you get there. Um and uh but yeah, I, I always tell people, even if they don't want to work with accelerate sales advisors, that if anyone comes in and, and tells you that they know how to fix your problem before they've asked the questions, that's that's <laughs> essentially sales malpractice. Yeah. And um and what and even if you don't work with me, make sure you, you find somebody else because a lot of times I think people hear people reach out and say, I, I, I know what you need. And mm. we haven't even had a dialogue yet. right? And I, I, I absolutely move away from that. In fact, it's funny, John, many times I'll be in a, a conversation with a CEO or business owner and they'll say, okay, Todd, you're the sales professional. You're the guy with all this experience. You tell me uh, if you, you know, how are you going to help me? You tell me how you're going to help me right?" in the very first meeting. And my response is always the same. I don't know if I can help you. I haven't, I haven't asked you any questions yet. I haven't learned about your business yet. And, and again, I'd be completely grossly negligent if I tried to start talking to you without you telling me, you know, what's going on with your business. So if you're okay with it, let me start there. Let me ask questions. Let me gather information.
0: Right. For sure. Um, so talk about the, uh, types of clients that you work with, Todd, whether that's industry or company size or however you look at it.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, well, it's small to mid-sized businesses, so that, you know for, for us, that's defined as typically around $50 million in revenue or below. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean that we don't work with clients above that revenue, but just kind of to, to give a ballpark right? Um, across all industries. Um, the characteristic that everyone shares is that the, the business owner is uh, attached to the business, and typically they are stressed or anxious or frazzled, um, the reason being either A... Their business is declining. Maybe, maybe they lost a client and the client represented 40% of their revenue and they're not sure what to do next. Mm. Could be a client who's flat, um, but their competitors are growing. So they're sort of keeping it together, but everyone around them is increasing. And sometimes the company's growing, but the problem is they're not growing fast enough. I have a a client right now that um, would like to increase their valuation by growing faster. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, um, so when a business owner is anxious, it's not always because their business is declining. Often it's they're, they're feeling the anxiety of the pressure. Maybe the board is putting pressure on them. Maybe um, you know there's issues attached to that. And I have a, I, I have a quick story to share an example of, of a client I work Please, with, if that's yeah. okay. I'd love that. Um, and again, it, it kind of goes back to the personal reason that I decided to do this. A mm-hmm. um, uh, f- couple years ago, a few years ago, I was working with a client um, – I'll change the name to protect the innocent. Yeah. Uh, let's call him Joe. Okay, Joe, Joe was the business owner, and uh, Joe's company was essentially flat, and uh, but his competitors were growing. So the board was beating up on Joe because he couldn't get the business going. Now, Joe was a operational guy. He knew the business backwards and forwards, but he wasn't a sales guy. Mm-hmm. And he had a sales team of several salespeople that were just kind of running roughshod, but he didn't know it because he did, his background wasn't sales. So I was brought on to basically take on the sales infrastructure and the sales team. But What I remember most about Joe is that he was very anxious. He was, he was stressed. He was having some marital issues. He was having some health issues, all because he took this home with him. We were saying earlier how business owners uh, don't hang it up Friday at 5 o'clock. Well, Joe certainly didn't. Um, so I came in. Help put in the right sales plan and operation and then manage to it. We hired some really good salespeople, had to let some go, but we grew his business exponentially. Mm. Um, and what I remember is we were out to dinner about a year into this process. And he said, hey, I just want to thank you. Um, I took my son to the Falcons game yesterday and I said, okay, good game. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a football <laughs> coach right. or anything. Why are you thanking me? And he said, I've been a season ticket holder for four years. And this is the first time. I've taken my son to a Falcons game in those four years because it's the first time that I've been able to get away from the business on a weekend and not worry about it. Oh, wow. So that to me, now you'd love to think that every client is like that. They're not, of course. Right. But, but to me that, so when I say earlier at the beginning, you asked me what I do and I say, I help business owners get their lives back. Mm-hmm. That That's an example of helping Joe get his life back.
0: Well, and I think when people think, um, hear what you do, your sales, uh, fractional sales uh, officer, uh, chief sales officer, out, outsourced sales officer, what have you, um, they think their mind automatically goes to dollars and cents, right? Yeah. Um, how, how much are we going to increase sales and what have you? Mm-hmm. And do not go to changing the life of the, of the business owner.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's true. And they go hand in hand. I mean, the reality is we, we have to grow the sales to give you your life back. right? But along that journey, even once the responsibility – The day-to-day responsibility is offloaded to someone like myself or our team, and um, they don't have to think about it or worry about it. That frees them up to be more optimized around how they're running their business and do the things that a business owner should do instead of wasting time on the sales operation that they're not necessarily uh, experienced
0: in. Folks, we've been here chatting with Todd Callen, and Todd is with accelerate sales advisors, Todd, this has been awesome. Uh, lots of great information, and I can't imagine at this point in our conversation there are some folks that would like to be in touch. So let's um, give them directions on how they can uh, be in touch with you.
1: Sure, yeah. Our our website is accelerate sale. Sorry, it's accelerateadvisors.com com, which is spelled A C S E L L E R A T E advisors um, and in this day and age, people can just always call me or text me and my numbers for personal numbers, 404-840-0930. Um, but yeah, we're, we're always happy to talk to companies that are looking for help growing their business. Um, and, you know, the, the benefit of a fractional sales leader is that you get the experience of uh, somebody who's got 25, 30 years of professional experience, but you're not paying them for that on a full time basis, so right. sometimes business owners are like, "Well, I'd love someone who's got all this experience, but I I can't afford. If I could afford them, I you know I wouldn't have this sales problem, <laughs> right? And the reality is, coming in on a fractional level, we can be hyper focused on their business, but as an outsourced expense, so we're not as expensive. We don't carry the benefits, payments, and all that. So um, it makes perfect business
0: sense for a lot of clients. Yeah, terrific, Todd Callen, folks, Accelerate Sales Advisors. Uh, Todd, thanks again for coming on the show. John, thanks for having me.
1: And uh, I wish you and your family and your audience a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year and happy selling to everybody as we head into 2022.
0: And and be safe, everyone. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thank you, John. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. If you've got some team building that you want to do that does not involve uh, sprained ankles and broken arms – Um, uh, standing around a, uh, steel top table, I guess they're made of steel. My, my friend, Andrew Traub over at ANS culinary culinary will tell me that, um, you and seasoning meat and cutting up vegetables with your team, that kind of, uh, fun activity where you're sitting there enjoying each other's company and doing something fun at the same time. That's what ANS Culinary does in their team building uh, activities. They do corporate team building work in a culinary studio. Who knew? Um, but they do it and it's terrific. It's, it's terrific stuff. I've been over there and, and they do a great, great job. They also have big green egg boot camps. They do corporate catering. They've got all sorts of uh, services that are Uh, worth following up on and checking out. So my suggestion is you can go to asculinaryconcepts.com or just give Andrew a call at 678-336-9196. Call him over. They're located right there on uh, Jones Bridge Road in Johns Creek. Um, And Andrew will be glad to help you. And folks, just a quick reminder that uh, we're on show, I think this was number 425 for North Fulton Business Radio. We have been successful because of you, our listener, and we appreciate you. And we would love it if you would continue to share the show. And if you're not already subscribed to the show, to do that in your favorite podcast app and uh, get the uh, help us get the word out. This is not about me or Business Radio X. It's about our great guests like Todd, who do great work and deserve to be found, and we want to support them in their journey. So if you could help us out in that regard, we would appreciate it. So for my guest, Todd Callen, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.